Hey, this is LA Beast, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, and I'm joined by a man who's wearing a face mask with a tube connecting it to his boner, and he's pissing down his own throat. That's Jeff Clark. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. <laughs> and transmitting to us from your butthole, the bearded chicken queef known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. So here we are, a day late and a dollar short, and I don't know what that means. It means that it wasn't good enough. I didn't mean that. It was good enough. Let's see what the actual literal (laughs) day late and a dollar short. Does that mean you're retarded? Too late and too feeble to des- to achieve the desired effect. Oh, it's I mean, did, did you get the rest and recovery you needed by taking the day off? I sure hope so. Um, well, as you'll hear in the Easter egg, and as you heard on today's Jason Ella show, I had a long weekend hangover. So I didn't even really get to enjoy myself. I was just headached and u- upset stomach. Did did did. I actually kind of still have a headache right now. Got to take a bull rip. Maybe part Drinking of the some... way through the Patreon episode, you can do that, right? Yeah, maybe. I'm trying to kill the, the mental pressure. Got some caveman coffee going. What were you gonna do though that the hangover seriously affected? Maybe maybe some writing or some some exercise yeah. bike. Writing, exercise bike, um, productive. Maybe do some more productive stuff. I did get some videos filmed for Patreon, but his ince- moderate his incel Reddit page. <laughs> Honestly, it sometimes it helps to just power through that shit. And if you work out, you'll you'll kick the hangover or the headache. That sounds like some real loser talk to me. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I'm getting. I'm starting to Jones. I can't believe how much I like miss the gym and 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 like. I haven't played. This is the longest I've went without playing basketball since I was six, maybe something like that. Six years old. Like I, I need. I need to. Get, I need to find a hoop somewhere. I keep. Um, you drive to like Wisconsin. Keep, <laughs> no, I I keep doing like uh. I have to go to a red state, though, I guess, huh? I, I keep doing cardio. They have a nice new basketball court, outside basketball court, uh, right along the beach in Long Beach, and I keep doing my cardio and passing it, and they still have the hoops down. It's such a bummer. I don't know when LA Fitness is going to be back open. I did see an article that gyms are, like, the most high-risk so I think that's probably going to be like with movie theaters, and they're going to open that in like phase three or whatever. Katrina, like the Marvel universe, you got to wait for Black Panther and um, uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel. Doctor Strange, yeah. also. 
Yeah, yeah. If those morons don't fuck up, then we'll give you we'll give you the the, the next tier, the Iron Man tier. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like um, Southern California in general has made is making quick strides. Like malls are open. I mean, you can for curbside and shit. Like I think every retail is open. Yeah. And I think uh, movie and TV production is starting up in the first week of June or something like that. They're, the state of California is going to get desperate very, very soon. I read a, a piece in the New York Times today that where our economy is just in an epic freefall right now. Like on, Our unemployment is by far higher than any other state. Like All the things that COVID has fucked up, specifically hit our state the hardest you know what i mean like the movie business like tourism like uh shipping ports and 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 delivery services and 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 farming yeah i mean you guys are the major port for everything that comes out of asia yeah long beach and 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 los angeles oh more los angeles but long beach too so yeah, they need to get it back. I think they're going to start forcing it sooner than later, right? I mean, I don't know how much you can do half occupancy and 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 with a uh, as damage of an economy as we're going to have, but we'll see how it all opens up. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be I, interesting. I, I actually, I had a kind of a, a thing that I want to talk to you about. See if you would break quarantine for it. The Tenant, uh, the new Christopher Nolan trailer came out this past week. And there is no specific premiere date scheduled. I heard somewhere like the end of July, which sounds yeah. crazy to me. I, I heard think that's nuts. What, for the movie to come out? Yeah. Like, it feels like they have to know something. How much money went into that, that movie? 250 mm. right? Before marketing, 250 I mean, yeah. I, I would right? imagine a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of fucking money. Like, I... And then what do they say? You know this better than me. Don't they put, don't they essentially double the budget or, or, or match the budget in marketing? A lot of times, yeah. So they're going to sink $500 million into a movie that can only be showed to half the audiences? or, or Budget, in... $205 million, So Fuck, dude. So they're going to look at it in 410. Nearly a, half a billion dollars. As a, yeah, the, the total... Uh, investment i like i just feel like maybe they know something right like do they know that phase three will be underway by mid-july uh probably not for california but i'm sure they've read the tea leaves on like middle america and the south that like i mean wisconsin's cases were like in the middle of a huge upward trajectory and they were just like ah fuck it Let's party. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go yeah. wild. <laughs> Wisconsin. I love you guys up there. Uh, so, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of states like that that are going to have no restrictions. I know theaters have opened in some places. Uh, drive-in, which I haven't even bothered looking into it, but are drive-in theaters open? Because that well, seems... funny you mentioned that the... Drive-in theater out here uh, opened on Thursday. And then Friday night, as they were getting ready to show a movie, the police showed up and shut them down. Oh. 
How do you guys feel about that? I feel well, like that's a safe way to do that it, right? The uh, minor league baseball team that's not that far away from the drive-in theater had fireworks and had people piled on top of each other for them. And the movie theater, you're in a drive-in, you're in a car. It's kind of uh, sends a mixed message. Yeah, I Sounds feel like, like the drive-ins the drive-in movie theater that's, is that's exactly uh, a, safe, a safe way to go about watching movies and keeping people spending money. And that's coming from, you know, Captain Bitch Boy. I feel like drive-ins are safe. <laughs> Captain Bitch Boy. Might would, have to get a little creative with the concessions. I would say you've earned your captain status over the past couple months, yeah. <laughs> um, and I also I, feel I like... I thought he was General uh, Bitch Boy. Five-star. All right, Shuddy. You done putting a hat on a hat? I also think um, uh, like snowboarding is a, is a safe activity. Everybody already has masks and gloves and eye covering on. I love it. That's right, Kevin. Let's try to argue all your fucking hobbies into being safe. <laughs> you know what's definitely not safe? Playing pickup basketball. <laughs> that's yeah. fucked. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, that Going to Korean like... barbecue, that's fucked. Let's just, let's just fucking take down all my favorite things to do and snowboarding that works yeah sounds uh, like you need I mean, some metal cooler concerts cooler interest just stand by the bar no i don't think that's happening mosh pits don't seem very safe right now you're stressing me out and i gotta i gotta fucking grind up some weed all right but but going back to my you smoke my, some I, of your triggered og about this whole thing so like damn is my fucking so 10 like christopher nolan is my favorite director currently like in his prime. I would say he's in his prime, right? Yes. He's my current, he's my favorite director. Favorite all time is obvious is uh, Martin Scorsese, which I've said a bunch of times, but I mean, you know how I am with this whole, uh, COVID thing and quarantining. I'm down whenever they're good to go, but would you be, would you, are you excited enough about tenant to go see it in mid July? Or what are some of the things that you're looking to see, like, health-wise before you're going to go out in public, Kevin? Or in Shuddy? Honestly, at this point, I don't know. I feel like literally everybody has given up. My entire family broke quarantine this weekend. Everybody. Not, like, together. Individually. <laughs> oh, wow. It wasn't like my family, self- like, went to Red Lobster in New Jersey. It was like, no, my family in Jersey broke quarantine. My family in Far- Florida broke quarantine. Everybody took a fucking cheat day. I fucking broke quarantine. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So, like, yeah, everybody is sort of thrown in the towel. I feel like it's going to be interesting to see the stats that come out of, you know, some of these states that have just been like, hey, we just ripped the Band-Aid right off. Everybody, it's fucking spring break. Go wild. Just make out with every person you see. And it'll be interesting to see what sort of news is coming out two weeks from now. But I don't know, man. I feel like uh, at some point you got to hit herd immunity. Like so many people get it that it's just a thing. Yeah, I know. I totally agree with you. Uh, it's very interesting what Wisconsin's going to do. I saw a video on Twitter today of an MSNBC like uh, like a uh, man on the street interview that went kind of wrong uh, for MSNBC. I guess one of the guys 
the the reporter was wearing a face mask at the time, and he was just talking about how no one in Wisconsin, he hasn't seen a single person wearing a face mask, and it's crazy. And they kind of were coming, trying to come off as judgmental or making it sound like Wisconsin was crazy. And then they have this one guy like standing off to the side that's like videotaping him with the with the the, the phone with his uh, cell phone camera. So the camera turns to him and like they try to address the guy and why he's videotaping him. And he's just like, yeah, your camera crew, none of your staff is wearing a mask either. So it was just this guy on TV wearing a mask. His crew wasn't wearing it. No one else in Wisconsin was wearing it. And I just thought it was uh, I thought it was really interesting. And I'm really in- interested to see the numbers in the whole Wisconsin, uh, you know, P, uh, second wave of that's what's coming or, you know, since they've reopened their bars and, and pretty much their social gatherings. Yeah, I think it's going to be gnarly. And a lot of people from the surrounding states just like road trip there so they could party and then they're going to go home. And that's probably going to cause some more shit. But I don't know, man. At this point, it just seems like nobody has a fucking plan. I haven't seen I haven't seen any sort of plan. I haven't seen any clear cut direction. It doesn't seem it seems like everybody's just fingering their ass waiting for some like magic wind Money. to come by. Money to just fall out of the sky. I'm like, oh, okay, we can sit we can sit inside for another month because we got an extra fifty billion dollars. I think at this point, just because I don't know, I feel like this would have been a, a very easy fix if we saw it coming like we actually did and did something and if we acted a little bit earlier and had a uniform across the board plan that everybody stuck to i feel like we'd already be way far on the other side of this but since everybody took a different approach and fingered their ass and said oh it's not even a real virus or some people wore masks some people didn't everybody took like there's and all these major cities are just having peaks at different times it's just it seems yeah. like we did we did the most bungled approach that could have possibly happened. Agreed. Well, it was always going to happen that way, right? I mean the uh, the states have the ability to close down and open up when they want, and Trump can say whatever the fuck he wants, but it's really not up to him unless he wanted to. I don't know, like authorize martial law, which would have been fucking crazy for Donald Trump. To, I don't I don't know what the federal government could have done and. Yeah, some of the state governments acted however they saw fit, but I don't know. It's crazy. It, it, people differ from from state to state, from county to county, from like just like a friends that I have. Like your view of this is so much different than my friends in Orange County or Long Beach. Like it's it's I don't know. It's just more of like a product of where you're at. It, I think it's much more of a issue up in like. You know, Studio City, Hollywood, where it's more of a city, a condensed city where people are on top of each other, right? It's not a coastal beach town. So, I don't know. It's And and, and my father, who's in New York City, has taken this extremely seriously. So, I don't know. It just, it just depends on everyone's situation. And it's hard to get everyone on the same page, right? I mean, you saw the Ozarks. Yeah. And how many of those people are from Ozark? Zero? Exactly. Yeah. Fucking Zero. And it's also right. like you, you you look at it like um, you know when when it first hit and like L.A. and New York and the big cities got hit hard and all the people in the smaller cities were like ah look at those pussies dying and wearing masks and shit what what retard's then 
once ours sort of stops stop surging, now they're getting the surges. Right. But I kind of I, I don't know when the, when this whole thing first started going down, I was kind of looking at it like it seemed like everybody was just dragging their feet, and it's like, I mean, this was before we knew really anything about the virus, and a lot of the main information was just like, yeah, it has like a two week gestation period or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, if everybody just locks down for two weeks, it's fucking gone, right? But nobody locked down at the same time, so it just fucking leapfrogs to whoever's not locking down. Yeah, and every, I mean, there were so many different messages, mixed messages, you know, at first CDC said no masks, then they said masks. They, they, I guess I, I read somewhere this, this past weekend that now they're saying you can't get it by by touching other surfaces like that's not really a thing no no with that because i i looked into that too i was like motherfucker have i been washing my milk for no reason that they say it doesn't spread as easily like the main way you get it like obviously the clearest way you're gonna get it is if someone fucking coughs or sneezes around you and you're like in an enclosed close space because you need like a certain amount of droplets or the virus cells to infect you and it doesn't transfer as easily through like touch and stuff, but you can still touch something that has like the virus on it. And then if you fucking rub your eye or pick your nose or something, yeah, you're fucked. It's just well, not as easily as they once thought. To get back to my original point, uh, I am. Going I do want to see tenant open. I do want to see tenant. And I have no idea what it's about. I'm completely lost. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like a time travel on. type thing or tr- time bending, time altering, time controlling. The one, the extended tra- scene that I saw as a trailer, the first thing I saw about it, it seemed like John David Washington uh, was pretending to be with bad guys, but he was undercover. That's Denzel's kid, yeah? yeah? Yes. Okay. So here's the IMDb synopsis. It's releasing July 17th. Are you fucking kidding me? God, please do it. I, I'll i be there. Armed with only one word, tenant, and fighting for the survival of the entire world. Oh, my God, there's some stakes involved. The protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. Okay, so that that doesn't really help. That doesn't help. No. But it's one of those okay. things, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I, like, the, the first trailer that they released a while back looked dope. And it's fucking Christopher Nolan. His movies are dope. Uh, you don't really need to twist my arm. Like, like I just said, I will... Granted, things don't just the, devolve into full-blown full blown plague mode again. I I would I would break quarantine in mid late July to go see this. Can can I can I be your date? Will they let us sit next to each other if you have to wear five face masks? <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. I'm gonna hold you down and make out with you next time I see you, you little homo. I'm gonna fart in your eyeball. I'm gonna give you corona okay. and pink eye. Oh, we're rounding second base now. <laughs> this is getting romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch uh, some stuff. You did what? I you watched. Kinda... I watched some things. I did too. As did I. Oh well, sweet. Uh, a quick thing that I just watched this morning to do a little guest research for the great 
Sir Gary Busey, who was on the Ella show today. How uh, was he? I missed that part. He was only on for 15 minutes, but it went exactly how you would want it to go. So you have no idea what he was talking about for 15 minutes? For the most part. He, he gave us acronyms for fart and poop. Um, what were they? He had a bird on his head. Poop was like produce optioning out. I forget. Okay. Something to do with produce and oh, pushed out odorous produce or something like that. That's, that's poop. You, my, <laughs> my poop over the past few months has not been produce. It has not. It's been fast food, pretty much. Oh, yeah, your poops must be horrible. Oh, yeah. Your anus probably looks like an M80 exploded in it. It's been, there's been some uh, soft stools, we'll put it that way. <laughs> soft stools. So I watched Gary Busey's new show, which I didn't even realize was a thing. Uh, Gary Busey Pet Judge. It's a a judge show on Amazon Prime, and people come in with dis- pet related disputes, and he settles them. And he's batshit fucking crazy. I don't know how real it is. It's presented as real, and the description says that they're real people in real cases. Some of them I, I'm, I'm getting red flags on, serious red flags. Like, it seems like they just gave some actors some talking points and improv it and didn't tell Gary Busey. <laughs> but there was one episode where he straight up just, like, barely even ruled on anything. He was just like, uh, both of you owe me $50. Clink, clink. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I, this sounds amazing. Dude, this sounds amazing. Fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it has to be. I am so glad he was on the show to promote it, else I never would have known about it. There are 23 to 26-minute episodes. He hears two cases, and he is absolutely out of his fucking mind. He starts giving this one guy a movie pitch idea about a house where when you go into it, gravity goes away and you float around. And the guy's sitting there, and he's like, Okay, what does this have to do with <laughs> yeah. my case? Yeah, can I get free dog food for life or something? I mean, <laughs> and you know who else is on it? Who does the post court session interviews? Former MSPH guest Ian Abram, Abrams, Abramson. Do you remember that okay. guy? Uh, Ian, I'm gonna Ian look Abram, him up. Ian Abram. He was like a chubby, weird guy who had a black painted on mustache. Wait. It's not Ian Abramson because that came up. I think it's Ian Abram Abramson, and I do. Oh yeah, it is him. Abramson. Yeah, yeah, Ian Abramson. I do remember him. Yeah. So he does he these really cool. weird, like interviews with the people afterwards, and just pisses them off even further. Like he asks them just nonsensical questions, and he seems all nervous. He'd be like, "So, did, uh, did you, you you just go to court?" <laughs> so like, it's got like what? a uh... yes. Zach Galifianakis between two ferns inter- interview vibe. Yeah, yeah. I, I, again, bad. like like I said, I don't know how real some of them are. Some of them seem real. Some of them seem fake. But they are all very entertaining from what I've seen so far. So if you have Amazon Prime, I highly recommend Gary Busey Pet Judge. 
He's out yeah. of his fucking I started... mind. I'm sorry. What's up? I was going to say I started an, an Amazon Prime show myself, Zero, Zero, Zero. Have you read about this or heard about no, it? No, I haven't even heard of that one. So it's a, uh, it's a movie about a, about it, like a, a drug deal. Um, and it gives like three different like perspectives on the drug deal. The, the, the buyers, which are the Italian mafia in Italy, <clears throat> the sellers, which are the Mexican cartel and the logistics or shipment company, which is based out in New Orleans and headed by Gabriel Byrne. It's like a family logistics operation. So they're like mediating the drug sale, uh, and it's a big. It's a. It's like a five coke kilo or five kilo coke shipment, um, and infighting in the Italian mafia causes it to fuck up, and that's what, like pretty much the whole series is about. It's trying to get this drug ship from Mexico to Italy. It's pretty interesting. A lot of it's in most of it's in subtitle, right? It, it goes back and forth between Mexican and Italian subtitles, but. I love drug stories. I love crime stories. I love stories about the mafia. Um, and it's set nowadays. So it's, you know, it's a bit interesting in that sense. I'm, I'm two episodes in. Dude, it's got an 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb. I don't really go hmm. off of ratings that much, but that's a strong rating, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was surprised at how strong of a rating that, that I got, given that I have never heard anything about it Uh before like a couple weeks ago. I can't even remember how I ran into it, but pretty good so far. Two episodes in. I'll uh, update you when I'm done with the season. All right. Uh, I also watched a new Netflix movie. So did I. Did you watch The Lovebirds? Yes. Yeah, I did too. Hey. That was a bummer. It was terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I have been a Kumail fan for a very, very long time. And I can tell he fucking tried. He did his part. But I don't think he was given very much to work with. No. Neither of them were. And they didn't have very much chemistry. No. That was weird. Uh, I didn't feel any chemistry between them either. I actually shut it off. Oh, wow. Uh, How often do you shut off a movie before finishing it? Not very often. It takes a lot for me too because I'm I'm a bit of a completionist, and it's like I started this <laughs> motherfucker. I might as well I might as well ride it out. It was it was getting a little late, and I was like, I could go upstairs and get in bed and put on Ancient Aliens, or I could see where the rest of this bullshit goes. What point did you crap out on? Um. It was after they left the frat dude's apartment. Okay. I feel like they were going trying to go for date night. That movie with Tina Fey and Steve Carell? Yes. Didn't see it. And it like uh it wasn't great, but it at least had more happening in it. Like they just it wasn't very interesting. Like the storyline is supposed to be them you know they they witness a murder and that and then now they're getting accused of it so they're trying to clear their names and solve the mystery themselves but it just i don't know it wasn't interesting like the the steps they took to kind of trace their way through the murder mystery did weren't clever or interesting or engaging it was just 
Yeah, that was kind of a fucking swing and a miss right there, huh? Yeah, the and then when they were finally caught by the cops, like the way you know they were cleared, their names were cleared, was just so like matter of fact. It was oh, just kind of like made like the whole like previous I don't know what sixty minutes just like kind of worthless in a sense. It was like like duh, like obviously you know you guys like. I don't want to spoil. I guess spoiler alert. Shuddy, do you care if I spoil anything? No, I actually shut it off just as they were found out at the secret society thing. Right. So essentially, like the detectives, when they're like, when they are freaked out that they finally got caught for murder, the detective is like, "We we know you didn't do it. We have traffic cam footage. Like, what are you talking? We weren't. You weren't a suspect. We saw that you got carjacked." And it was just like, yeah, no shit. Any fucking lawyer would have figured that out. Like in a in a split second, like, why don't we just go to the traffic camps and we'll figure this out? I don't know. It was so like when that when they said that, it was like a a duh moment, obviously, but I don't know. It it made a shitty movie even shittier for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did not I did not enjoy that one. That was a bummer. Do you think Camille Ninjani is going to be the most successful out of the whole Silicon Valley cast? Because while this is a whiff, he's a lot more leading man material than all the other guys over there. Yeah, and he's okay, also got, he's got and he's in a Marvel movie. Yeah, he's going to be in the Eternals movie. He's all ripped, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's I would say probably because T.J. Miller doesn't seem to be starring in much, even though you know I'm a huge fan of his as well uh, yeah. i think Luminati. he was i think he was more focused on just doing stand-up lately i know he did that horror movie with Kristen stewart which i didn't see but i think he was mostly just doing stand-up stuff but uh, yeah i i could see Kumi- yeah I, I feel like the marvel push and what was the the uh, oh god my my brain is fucking half switched off today the what the one with the oh the big sick duh okay yeah i remember that one that, that was, was good. really good and got like oscar nominations i think yep. yeah i think i i don't think this this movie's going to slow his career down at all no um and i didn't think the chemistry between them was that horrible i i didn't think the writing was very good but like i thought they were all right as like a i don't know like a, a love interest i thought it was funny them you know breaking up in like the first 10 minutes and then being thrust into that situation kind of reminded me of the whole thing with me and my ex where we broke up with like two months left in the lease we're just like <laughs> did they end up there. back like, together oh, at the end of the movie yeah of course yes they did end up back together at the end of lovebirds Shuddy, you fucking dingbat. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, every time I hear you crushing a movie, you end up with a higher score than I than I envisioned. The cop or the the mustache. I would think, you like was to predict mine? Name. I would. I would. Yeah, I'm gonna predict in a second. Okay. The guy, the the, the mustache. I'm gonna the, text the, it to Shuddy so Shuddy knows I'm not doing a switcheroo when you guess. All right, continue. Sorry. I feel like the guy who is the killer and that is like the, the that guy for Netflix. I'm trying to think of like a 
an example of that guy where he's in every movie. You don't really know his name, but that 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 guy is in Paul House Sparks. of Cards. Paul Sparks. He's in House of Cards. He was in the Koresh miniseries. What was that thing called again? Wake Up. Wake, oh, wake Up. Wake Up. And he was in this. I feel like he's in all Netflix projects, and he's like turning into that studio's that guy, like, almost like. Now everyone knows who Steve Buscemi is. Who's an example of like the '90s that guy? How about the bad guy in Usual Suspects or or Zed in Pulp Fiction? That guy. Oh yeah. Doesn't he feel uh, like he was in every '90s movie? The Mask. Yeah. 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 Fucking wait. Why am I echoing? I think his name's Peter Green. That's what Paul Sparks is becoming for like Netflix. He honestly didn't even look familiar to me. But uh, what is what is your guess on my score, Jeff? Uh, I guess four dicks. I guess two point five. Oh wow! Yeah, you overshot. Oh no um, shit! Yeah, one point seven five. All right, I have it as a two point two five. I, I have it as a one point five. Holy shit! I. You know how I appreciate brevity and just spitting it out. It was like a hundred and what was it, ninety-seven minutes long? Yeah, it was a it was a a tight ninety, I think. So it was brisk. I appreciate that. You know, the whole recent breakup being thrust into a sticky situation. That narrative was interesting to me. I was listening to the uh, Ellis show today, and where I turned it off was when you guys were talking about cops and you had former cops calling in. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I just thought it was funny because I, ju- I turned it off that you're the Ellis show to watch this movie so I can be on the same pa- page with you guys on this. And the, the, the killer in that movie was an underpaid cop. <laughs> that's, that's what he was complaining about. He doesn't pay us shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was funny. It, kind of, it matched up with your show today. Uh, and I did watch one other quick Netflix thing. I watched that uh, Have a Good Trip. A documentary where it's just like a bunch of comedians and actors telling their tripping stories. Okay. I know nothing about this, shockingly. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, so like Sting, Sarah Silverman, ASAP Rocky, Ben Stiller, uh, Rosie Perez, they all tell stories about the times that they've done acid or mushrooms or hallucinogens. Like uh, Carrie Fisher, Anthony Bourdain... And then their trip is either reenacted by other comedic actors or animated. Which was kind of a cool concept. I enjoyed it. Nick Offerman is kind of like the scientist in between vignettes. He's like the narrator? Yeah. Kind of. Uh, Set up, man. It was, it was just, it, was, it wasn't anything like, I don't feel like I learned anything. It wasn't very educational. <clears throat> But it was kind of interesting hearing the stories. Like, Ben Stiller did acid once, did not have a good time, and, like, called his dad for help. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. It, it was it was just kind of cool. And Carrie Fisher told some story about she was, like, tripping balls and was topless on some beach, and she didn't realize it was a tourist attraction, and this bus full of Japanese tourists pulled up, and they all started taking pictures of her. Yeah, Princess Leia with her yeah. honkers out. Yeah, and this was like late 70s, early 80s um, Princess Leia honkers. Oh, this is prime Princess Leia. Prime honkers, yeah. 
I there was and it wasn't it wasn't very long. I think it was what? Uh, let me see. I think I have the IMDb page pulled up. Hour and twenty five minutes. I was thinking it was like uh, that was, it was like one dicker. episode per trip. No, no, no. It's just uh, hour and twenty five minutes. Like I said, didn't learn anything, but it was it was kind of interesting. I enjoy hearing like like people that I enjoy watching hearing their trip and ball story. Like half of it was like. I know the last couple times I've tripped have been nightmarish, and I just seem to have bad trips every single time now. But hearing the, these stories, I want to trip again. And then it would go into somebody's bad trip story, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to trip again. Speaking of which, I, uh, I've been in contact with Silk Road recently, and I'm getting my hands on some chocolate-covered mushrooms. Oh yeah. I also have an in on acid. If you want to do our have a nice trip, we can do that as like a Patreon exclusive. Oh my god! <laughs> just eat acid and babble for four hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just make sure the fucking the recorder is fully uh is fully open. We can just download our whole conversation onto it. See, I feel like the only way I could handle tripping now is if I ate Molly first. Like I need the Molly to keep my head positive and happy, and then that'll steer my trip in the right direction. Okay, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> Deal. Because like that's how you. I remember I candy flipped one time, and it was when I went to a rave, and I started tripping and rolling really hard at the same time, and I was like, "Oh yeah, let's get out to the dance floor." And I danced for like 30 seconds, and then all the lights in the building went on, music went off, and there was nobody there. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And my friends were like, dude, it's like 4 in the morning. We got to go. Place is shut down. I'm like, what? I like time warped. So then I was just like, I had driven there, and I was still rolling and tripping really hard. And I was like, all right, everybody, pile in my car. We're going back. And the asphalt the pavement on the highway was flowing like waves i was like surfing the waves in my car and somehow did not get into an accident don't do that at home kids no that was pretty stupid of me i uh what was i gonna say did you have anything else to review or was that did you shoot your load yeah, I I busted my review nut all over this podcast. I got no more reserves. <laughs> all right. Well. Oh wait, no, 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 no. I'm lying. I watched the first three episodes of the Last Ride Undertaker documentary. Oh yeah, I know, I know you were you very, very that, excited Shady. about that. I did not. You need a WWE Network subscription to get it, and they're really stretching it out now. So the first two episodes were available. Like just went straight to streaming, and now every episode comes out, not even weekly. The third episode came out this past Sunday, and I think the ne- the next episode's in two weeks. So they're trying to get two monthly payments out of me, which I think they're going to get. I think I'm just going to lock into the WWE Network moving forward. I hope that they continue to do these documentaries, because I love documentaries, as you guys know, and I think wrestlers are they're the most interesting entertainers. They have, I think they're the most talented people that, that are in entertainment. Between the athleticism, 
between the the work ethic, the grind, between the showmanship and performance in front of live people all the time. And just like the story of Undertaker is so interesting because he was that character for 30 years. Like he essentially didn't fucking break character up until this documentary. And to think about like the dedication that that would take, like it's absurd. Like he essentially wore just black for 30 years because the under he's the undertaker and that's what he has to do. And it's, it's, it's awesome. And it's, it's, it's interesting, you know? Like I thought the Andre the Giant documentary was fucking great. Two of my really favorite auto, two of my favorite autobiographies was Mankind's first autobiography and The Rock's first autobiography. I fucking just like their travels and all their stories are fucking insane. And I grew up watching it, so it's like it's nostalgic for me in a lot of ways. And th- this this documentary isn't as good as Andre. Um, but it, but it is interesting, and the Undertaker is an all-time wrestler, you know. I've been watching on Vice, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, which is about like wrestling scandals. Oh, it's not about buttholes. So like, there, there's an episode on the Montreal Screw Job. There's a two-part episode on Chris Benoit. Um, the Oof. last episode is on the death of Owen Hart. Yeah, that sounds uh, dark, all right. Old school stuff. That's it's been a lot of fun to watch. I've powered through both seasons. I just have the last episode to watch, uh, and it is very nostalgic because, like, they talk about uh, the very first episode is Randy Savage's relationship with Miss with Miss Elizabeth. Interesting. Um, and they were together off, like, away from the ring, right? Correct. Yeah. And like they they talk about the brawl for all from the late '90s in the WWE, and it's it's really fucking cool. And they go back to the old school stuff. Um, Would I it definitely piss Vince re- McMahon off. Oh yeah, yeah. Vince McMahon is not painted in a very good light in any of the episodes <laughs> that uh, circle around WWE. Yeah, well, Vince McMahon. That doesn't is- surprise me. He's geared towards capitalism, and that's that, right? You're not, yeah. You don't look to Vince McMahon for morals. That's not what he does. No. I love Vince. Uh, hey, if you, if you the- have to die for him to make an extra five bucks, sayonara. You're fucking doesn't gone. doesn't give a fuck. Saudi Arabia? What's the problem? No, we're going. We're going. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, they don't let women drive? Sweet. We should probably think more like Saudi Arabia. <laughs> or whatever whatever gets the gets the money in they don't give a fuck dude that guy that guy has very little soul but here's the thing is that we're starting to see a side of vince mcmahon with these you know fluff documentaries of undertaker and andre the giant where he's getting emotional this is shit that you've never seen out of vince mcmahon and is not in his reputation because well yeah, he did start crying obvious. in the andre documentary what's up he did start crying in the andre documentary Right, and he starts crying, and he tells him to turn off the camera a couple of times. I mean, granted, he is disgusting to people people that made him stupid wealthy, right? Yeah, so. he's probably crying thinking about all the money he missed out on because they died early. <laughs> well, Undertaker's still wrestling, so he's still making Vince money. It's it, and I don't know if this is actually you know something that uh, is accurate, but it feels like 
he would lay down in traffic for the Undertaker. Like he knows the Undertaker as has has been as loyal of a of employee as anyone has ever been. I feel like the big test would be like I I have kidnapped the Undertaker. I'm going to shoot him in the head unless you give me one million dollars. That'll be the true test. If who? Vince McMahon oh, will, oh. will pay up. They'll be like, oh, he's on the end of his, his rope anyway. Oh, he's I on his know. way out. You just pay up. <laughs> I feel like Vince loves The Undertaker. There's a few people that Vince definitely loves, right? It's, it's Triple H, more, you know, he married into the family. He's got his kids. Undertaker, right? I mean, maybe Hulk Hogan. Didn't they do steroids together? You know, you 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 build yeah, up. Yeah, but a- him and Hulk Hogan have had several falling outs through the years. Sure. The Undertaker has been consistently right. In you know, he the Undertaker hasn't gone to another promotion and then come back like Hulk Hogan did. Yeah, and I guess Undertaker has you know built up enough like equity and clout with Vince McMahon that he'll. He'll straight up go to Vince McMahon and tell him if he has an issue with a certain thing, and they have that and, kind of relationship. And Hulk Hogan has also become problematic in his old age, so I'm sure they're trying to distance him from the brand. See, I wish they would start to lean back into that shit, right? Like, you remember when, like, the well, I, I wasn't alive, but like, like the Iron Sheik would just straight up shit on America. <laughs> And like that could really rile up a crowd currently, like in today's day and age. And why not just someone go full heel, like full heel? Like, no, I'm kneeing on the anthem. Fuck America. You know what I mean? Like that would be like that guy would be hated in every arena. And that would be like a throwback to like WWE wrestling. Like you see old footage where like Shawn Michaels is walking to the ring and people are throwing shit at him. Like there's a there's like a gif I think where someone throws like a whole beer at him and he like just like showers into it. <laughs> it's just like he's just so like stewing and being the villain in front of all these people. And that's also like part of my thing why I find these guys so interesting is like could you imagine like being the rock and going when he was a villain going city after city and just shitting on their home crowd and loving it. Like, Calling them hermaphrodites and shit. Oh, yeah, dude. If anyone jumped the fucking gate, he would lay them out. Not that anyone would, you know what I mean? But I I don't know. I just, I find that shit interesting. And I wish someone would lean into that sort of thing. You know, be be problematic, right? Like, fuck it, dude. You're WWE. Yeah. Yeah, why not? It's a show. Um, speaking of wrestling, Shuddy, do you have an announcement via Dominic? Sure. Oh, do you not? I do. I forgot all of I Yeah, I know. That's I have, why that's why he texted me. Okay, good. Because I I mean, I've had a rough rough week already uh and doing so lots yes. of heroin? Okay. I got it's it. Tuesday, buddy. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> well, I I'm like I said, we're opening two new stores and I'm doing everything to get them open. So, I'm just I'm very scattered. All right, MSPH Wrestling 4, a real true slobber knocker. Nice. Saturday, June 20th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Dom's Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash domv311. 
The opening match will be a triple threat table elimination match for the MSPH Television Championship. Once someone gets put through a table, they are eliminated. Dominator cashing in his Money in the Bank briefcase versus the Mighty Boognish versus Sweet Joey Stone, a.k.a. Arts. It's just the three of them in that one? Yes, because Arts is the champion, and Boognish and Dom are fighting him for it. Okay. Uh, And then we have an Elimination Chamber match for the MSPH Money in the Bank briefcase. Winner can cash in for the World Heavyweight Championship or the MSPH Championship after the main event. And it's going to be Big Sexy versus... Shuddy Boy versus Pubic Zirconia versus The Voice of God versus Ginger and Juice versus the Crocodile D looking mofo from Utah, DeWitt. Oh boy. Uh, then there will be. Wait, should I get fired? We should do a um, domestic violence match where we pit like Arts against Blorp. Oh. Little wife swap action. We'll bring Jeff, in Nikki Dabs and she could fight Curvy Chief Beer Kirby. Girl. <laughs> yeah. Ronald, yeah, McDon- Ronald McDonald for good measure. Uh, and the then, measurements of Curvy Beer Girl's husband. He needs to fight for her on her. <laughs> I have more stuff. Oh, do you? I do. Uh, and then there's an Anything Goes Iron Woman match for the MSPH Women's Championship, which is. Most pins or submissions in 15 minutes is the winner. Falls count anywhere, and it's Curvy Beer Girl versus Red Rage. It's just the two of them? Yep. Oh, dang. Uh, and then we have new signees. Uh, Twisted Texan, Chief Brody, and Happy Smokes have all signed with MSPH Wrestling and are currently training for the event. Oh, shit. Two more matches and Blippi's mystery attacker will be revealed in the coming weeks. Oh, dang. What a tease. What a fucking tease. Dominic is a showsman. I got to put that in my calendar. A real true slobber knocker. I know what I'm doing on June 20th. Is that a reference to something? Is slobber knocker like a... Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, it's a wrestling term. Like for a fight, a slobber knocker. Yeah, it's old Jim Raw, uh, JR term. That sounds like when a chick is doing a three way with two dudes and she like mashes their dickheads together and like sucks them like a harmonica. That's what no. a s- slobber mocker, slobber donger, whatever sounds like. Don't to me. say stuff like that. I grew up with slobber knocker, meaning uh, a hardcore wrestling match. Oh, right? I know don't what slobber knocker meant to you growing up, Jeff. Don't, don't <laughs> co op that term and turn it into. Oh, can I stop slopping this knocker right now? <laughs> I'm over this. I'm going to go refill my coffee. Fuck you. Go ahead. You fucking triggered ass cuck, Jeff. <laughs> uh, well, Shuddy, can we do some IMD boner? We can, but shouldn't we wait for Jeff to come back? Yeah, he'll be back. Oh, damn it. The fucking iPad blipped out again. Oh, here, here we go. Here we go. Whoa! Okay, that's going to be super loud. Let me try and mute this a tiny bit. Is this any better? Nope. Too too quiet. Okay, we'll find the sweet spot here. Is this... 
It's time for IMD Boner. 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 <laughs> oh, God, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, the background music sounds like some Mayan prophecy is about to come true. <laughs> it's time for IMD Boner. 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 Legends of the Hidden Temple. All right, this is uh, this is going to be the toss up. Okay, so for anybody who hasn't heard it before, IMD Boner is a movie trivia game where we try to guess the movie based on clues that Shuddy gives us from the parental section of IMDb. So whatever made a movie be rated PG thirteen or R, he will list some of those scenes, and we have to use those clues to guess the film. Sometimes it's titties and pussies. Sometimes it's dicks and butts. Sometimes it's just a naughty word. Or someone jacked off. <laughs> Could be any of those. Yeah. IMD Boner okay. is a real wild, wild card. Yeah. Okay, so this is a toss-up. Sharon suggested this film... Okay. Uh, so here we go. Some crude humor. A man in a dream looks up a bunch of women's skirts. Nothing shown. Big Lebowski. Correct. <laughs> Good one. Good job, Kevin. Okay. Hey, you know, look up Mira. Look up my skit uh, skirt, Jeff. Everyone looks up to you. I thought I picked the hardest. uh, Started with the hardest. Yeah, you can't you can't just jump off like that with one of my um, letterbox D Mount Rushmore picks. Oh yeah, God, the Big Lebowski is in your is in your uh, Mount Rushmore. Damn, I never had a chance. Okay, so Kevin. Do you want the category Big Dick Energy or Batman on Fire? I have a feeling Batman on Fire is going to be movies where Denzel Washington played Batman. Well, I can tell you uh, Big Dick Energy is, uh, as a reminder, is... Uh, movies starring someone that is rumored to have a large penis. Rumored. Oh, that's going to be Jeff's specialty. Uh, Batman on Fire is movies that have either Denzel Washington in them or someone who's played Batman. All right, we're going to go with Big Dick Energy. Got to give Jeff a fighting chance. <laughs> yeah, let's go to my wheelhouse. BDE, what's up? <laughs> Okay. This is a bonus category. So if the winner also guesses the cast member with the large penis, they get a bonus point. (laughs) Okay. 
A man's buttocks are exposed and slapped to see if he is fit for the arena. Jeff? Oh, am I naming the movie or the guy? Well, either one of you can name the movie. I'm going Gladiator. Jeff wins. No! That's a point. Good. I don't know how to pronounce the black guy's name. That was going to be my joke guess. Uh, it it's Richard Harris, who has a big dick. Yep, old Dick Harris. I don't even, yeah, I don't know what Dick Harris looks like. Hold on, I, I don't even. I, I nope. I I figured you guys were talking about the guy from Amadeus. I mean, I was using Amistad. You mean Amistad? Yeah, I was using <laughs> a little uh, stereotype there, but Amistad, 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 Amistad. Oh, I mean, if they're oh, talking oh, about. Big dicks going into an arena, you would think they would be talking about the black guy who was about to go in there. I don't know. Richard Harris, though, swinging hog. More more notable dick than the black guy. That's that's impressive. Good for you, Rich. Yeah, I'm not even familiar with this dude. Oh, he and made he's it dead. Till 2002. Rest yeah. in peace to his giant hog. He only had a few more years after this. Has Gladiator became an underrated movie? Or does everyone agree so. that it's awesome? And maybe I'm just... I feel like it hasn't stood... Or it's not talked about as much as it should be. Because after I saw Gladiator, I came out of the theater thinking that was probably a top ten movie I'd ever seen. I mean, it is... Uh, oh my god, it won Best Picture, right? I thought so. Yeah, yeah Best All Picture. Russell Crowe got... Uh, uh, Leading leading actor. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd say it got its dues. Joaquin Phoenix, legit, like all time villain. Yeah, he's a he was a real scumbag in that. <laughs> yeah, just wanted to fuck his sister the whole time. I mean, his sister was hot, so I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see these stepbrother and stepsister pornos on Pornhub. I, I get it, I guess. Dude, is everybody on Pornhub related? Yeah, dude, it, it's crazy. And it's not something like weird or rare that we notice and that we talk about all the time. It's fucking everywhere. It's everywhere. Oh, yeah. And now it's, and absurd. Now it's being referenced in like TikTok videos. Like, this is just the porn that we're all into. I, I don't get. I was I just scrolling divorce through. Divorce rate in America is high, but I just I just open up the main page and just look at the thumbnails and see what looks good, and then click on it. And I, I saw one that was like it was like a solo video, just like a chick masturbating. I'm like, all right, I'll check this out because at least they're not going to try and shove any like. If there's one person in, she can't be related to herself. And then the fucking video description was like, "Caught my sister masturbating." Oh. Like, God damn it! It's even in the solo videos. Yeah, it's almost like an, an internal effort by porn to make porn creepy. Or to turn like, us all into, like, cousin fuckers. Yeah, I don't get Shady, it. Like, Shady Boy's like, oh, I totally understand this reference. Like, I've never, ever, and all the Howard Stern I've listened to, all the weird conversations I've been a part of, I've never, ever, ever heard, like, someone just outwardly being like, yeah, I want to fuck my stepsister. Like, I've never heard it. Like, no one's ever thought. I I've, I saw it in Clueless. Thought it was weird. It was the only stain in the entire <laughs> fucking movie. 
but I moved on. Like, I never, like, I don't get how this is a thing. I don't either. It's fucking bizarre. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, IMD Boner. Oh, yeah. Yep, IMD Boner. Uh, do you want, Jeff, your choice now? Quick want... and mad or alt-right, alt-right, alt-right? This is, these are both in my wheelhouse. Quick and mad is how I fuck. All right is how I vote. What do I want to do? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. About one of them. Uh, well, I'll go all right. So, okay. These yeah. are yeah, you will. Uh, I was movies uh, with racism in them. Oh, baby. All right. Just give Jeff the point. Yeah. Can I, can I do? Is there a double jeopardy in this one? Can I risk all of it? Uh, I don't think you know. I I don't think you're gonna get this one. I'd bet on Kevin for this one, but we'll see. I'm pretty good right. on racism. Tons of sexual phrases and gestures. However, nothing is graphically shown. Hmm. A few jokes about raping women, but again, nothing graphic is shown. Oh Jesus! This isn't a Big Lebowski again, is it? A female character performs a dance routine in a cabaret-style outfit. It's American History X? No. A woman seduces a man and turns out the lights. She makes a veiled comment asking about whether he has a large penis. Mm. I guess I don't know as much about racism in movies as I thought. A man rests his head on a woman's breasts, which are quite revealed in a bra. A curtain is later seen shifting, and the man opens the curtain, adjusting his zipper, and the woman later appears in her bra, implying sex. Oh, my God. Racism. What's the Billy Bob Thornton movie with Halle Berry? Monster's Ball? What's up? Monster's Ball, yeah. Is it Monster's Ball? No. Now, do you want the profanity clue or the year as the next clue? Well, I picked the category, so Kevin, you pick this one. Let's do the year. 1974. <laughs> well, was it even racism back then? I thought that's just how people acted. That was back when boys could be boys. Blazing Saddles. Kevin got it. Oh! Uh, no! No! <laughs> how, why would you think he would get it on, not me? Oh, well, you're a isn't dumb that kid. what just happened? Son of a bitch. That I is exactly that what just happened. <laughs> I love that movie. God damn it. Good job, Kevin. All right. What's the next category? All right, Kevin. Fuck. Do you want Rob Blow Me, which are Rob Blow movies, or Eskimo Siblings, Drew Barrymore edition? <laughs> oh my god uh, let's do Drew Barrymore <laughs> I'm afraid Shirley right. Boy's gonna get to that weird like underage sex tape of this Rob Lowe. is also a bonus category where if you can name the movie and the person in the movie that she uh, was with you get a bonus point so we've got 2009 We've got 2001A or 2001B. 
I do not know Char- uh, Drew Barrymore movies. Like I, I'm in trouble here. These are not movies with Drew Barrymore in them. These are movies that people she has had relations with are in. I, th- I guess I know less about that. She's in a black uh, dude, right? Let's do 2001B. Ah, oh, I'm so glad you did that. This is the wood. I'm calling the wood here. I have it in my head that she likes black guys, so. Okay. Uh, a man and woman are shown having sex. The man is on his back as the w- woman thrusts on top of him. His bare chest is shown as her bare breasts as are her bare breasts and back. Cowgirl. This is road trip. Several women are shown in alleys having sex with men. Their dresses are hitched up. We see men unfastening trousers and engaging in sex. Oh, man. This is a wild-ass movie. Several? Oh, my God. Movie from 2001 with an orgy scene? Drew Barrymore's not in it. A woman kisses two other women on the mouth and makes advances towards them, but they push back. Is there any eyes wide eyes wide shut? Nope. I think that's from ninety nine. A nude man is seen sitting in a hospital. No private parts are seen. A group of women bathe in a trough of water. Nothing is shown, but we can see them hitching up their skirts to wash their crotches. Oh my god. This movie sounds awesome. I know. I gotta rent this. I should know exactly what this is. is Two women are shown sleeping business? in petticoats. What is this, fucking Caligula? A prostitute propositions a man who rebuffs her. <sighs> American Psycho. Women prostitutes are seen wearing... It says women, parentheses, prostitutes, are seen wearing low-cut dresses throughout the movie. We also see men bare-chested at various points. Oh, no, not bare-chested men. This should be rated X. Yeah, that's an NC-17. A few scenes show passionate kissing. Coyote ugly. (laughs) Two fully nude women lie on a table in an opium den. One is lying on her back naked, the other on her stomach. Men surround the table, caressing them. We see them again in another scene. I can't. There's no way I've seen this movie. Is this Requiem for a Dream? Nope. Yeah, I was going to say that, but I knew it wasn't that. Yeah, at this point, I'm just blindly guessing. 2001, with all of this, hookers Titanic. washing their pussies in a trough? She dated Leah, right? We see a room covered with splattered blood, and we see a morgue a few times with many dead bodies covered with sheets. I've moved on to the violence and gore. Hostile. In another scene, in a morgue, a man is lifting a sheet off a victim to expose her wounds as, a, as flies buzz about, and a man vomits and faints from what he sees. Kiss the girls. I'm trying to find an obvious clue. <laughs> I mean, I thought the naked the title in the opium den was, you know, if I had saw it, I think that would have... Frightening and intense scenes. The film is a true story based on a murder in 1880s London during the time when Jack the Ripper was around. From hell. Correct. Fuck. Fuck. Good movie. Fucking eat shit, Jeff. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen From Hell. 
I gotta watch Fuck, that, that again. That was heavy. Wait, was that the one with Johnny Depp? Correct. So is Johnny, did Johnny Depp guess? boink her? Is that your guess? Sure. No. I don't remember anybody else in From Hell. Wait, Heather Graham. Wait, she boinked Drew Barrymore? Heather Graham and Drew Barrymore were together for a little while, yes. What? When? When did that sexy stuff happen? I will get you exacts. I love Heather Graham. What a fucking missile. Yeah. She could... Heather Graham could poop in a wood chipper and aim the exhaust nozzle at my face. Following her public lesbian escapades last month, March of 2002, Drew Barrymore is now boasting a new conquest, fellow actress Heather Graham. Well, fuck. She's from Wisconsin. You, you just talked a whole bunch of shit about Wisconsin, Kevin. Hopefully she'd overlook that. We, can we... Let's hit up her reps and get her on MSPH. Yeah, we'll send roller. this clip. <laughs> roller. Uh, yeah, we can, you know, we can pitch around this clip. We don't have to specifically focus on this, but <laughs> Roller Girl is one of the hottest movie characters ever. I first had a crush on her in when I saw License to Drive when I was a kid. Mercedes. So hot, man. So what am I down? 3-1? Is that it? It's over, right? There's a best of seven. What are we doing? I think Shuddy's just super stoned. Yeah, th- I mean, I thought we would have to froze. We would have to go. <laughs> we could do one more if you want, but you're not going to win. I mean, we can go best of seven. Why don't we go best of seven? Let's do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my I mean, God. He, he. Do you want to just get fucking spanked here, Jeff? Yeah, Shuddy. Well, Shuddy suggests just like suggested that I'm gonna lose in five. So let's just get it over with. Yeah, I'll take the gentleman sweep. Well, this technically wouldn't be a gentleman sweep because I got game three. But all right, game five. Let's do it. You're a pussy, Kevin. I'm gonna get this one. No, you're not. Did Shuddy freeze again? I think I no. I think I have this. I definitely have this category in. Uh, or this a movie in a wrong category? Do you have any basketball movies? Uh, I'm feeling he got game right now. I don't. Okay. Well, I but I will. We're gonna go with Batman on Fire, which right. is a bonus category. You have to guess which one's Batman, or which Batman has the biggest penis. Who blew uh, the Joker? So I can get five in game five and six here. I can get two points. And, and yeah, I don't. Up. Yeah, I'll give you. Give me something. Fuck. Okay, let's do it. I'll let this be a bonus category. We'll see how it shakes out. Multiple scenes showing male buttocks. Uh, Jeff's imagination. Out of breasts sight. of an old woman are shown in a non-sexual scene. Did you say breasts of an old woman? Yes. Moving a man on. imagines having sex with his dead wife. She takes off his shirt and they kiss. A man watches as the man thrusts into the tombstone. No nudity is shown. MacGruber. Yep. 
All right. Fuck this segment. All right, what's, what's my bonus point? How do I get my bonus point? I, I really uh, want to just dunk on Jeff. Sucking Shuddy's dick again. Which was it? A bat? Which Batman or Denzel Washington was in this movie? Val Kilmer as Dieter von Kunth, one of yep. the greatest names for a movie villain ever. So let's Kevin, pound some uh, Kunth. How many? Kevin, hey, hey, Shuddy, how many Kevin Kraft classics are you gonna put on this fucking list? No, sounds I like you need I to watch some better movies. I can, if you can give me a good category name, uh, you know what? I just thought of one. All right, I'll put a basketball one on here for next time. All right, I like it. I'm gonna Thanks, get Shady. that point too. We're gonna call Thanks. it. I'm gonna legit dunk balls on Jeff to the face. Thank you. Thanks for listening to my concerns and addressing them immediately. Yep. I'm gonna put that right up to the top. Man, to Jeff the front. Jeff loses one game and he wants to talk to the manager. You're much you know, <laughs> I was I was fucking doing entitled some, snowflake. Uh I was doing some pussy posse research today to try and make a category out of them. And I discovered that uh Stan from Mad Men. Did you watch you watched Mad Men, didn't you, Kevin? No. I watched No half of an ep- an episode and was so fucking bored i shut it off oh uh jr ferguson is who i was re- he was in mad men but he was part of the pussy posse is there nudity in I mad men went we get to, to see that red dinner with nuggets? that dude once what'd you say kevin j ferguson jr for j oh, maybe and then j a y and then r ferguson let me see if this is a guy I'm thinking of. He's also in uh, the Connors now. Yeah, he was in Twin Peaks. I think I went to dinner. Yeah, I went to dinner with this dude. He, I think he also made the theme song for The Office. Uh, but yeah, he was in the Pussy Posse. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. I did not know that when I was hanging out with him, and I wish I did because I would have asked him about all the pussy. <laughs> What was it like cleaning up after Leo? <laughs> Fucking savage. I don't think you should feel bad about that at all. No. I, I wasn't saying it as a dick move. Like, that's Great. not a bad position to be in. Arguably, maybe the second or third best position to be in behind Leo himself. I definitely don't I want mean, to be picking up Tobey Maguire's sloppy seconds. Yeah. yeah it's, or David yeah. Blaine's. It's a... It is a steep decline from Leo's seconds. Yeah, I don't want E from Entourage's seconds. <laughs> uh, all right, so is is Jeff sufficiently stomped at this point? Yeah, you fucking yeah, yeah. Lost four games to one. It was it was decisive. My loss. Jeff and I are gonna have to collude to give him a chance to win one of these. Yeah, you all heard it a few minutes ago, but I'm gonna. Uh, Slide into Shuddy's DMs on Slack and see if I can I was select even, them further. I was even going to guess Gladiator, but I held off and let you I know. Have, a ch- have a chance I, there. I saw you allow me to get a victory, and I felt like a little kid. I, I was, was going like, oh, cool. was, was to say Gladiator just because of the arena clue. I didn't actually know that. Well, yeah, that was my... Right when he said arena, I was like, oh, Gladiator. And yeah. I, saw, I saw the light bulb go off in your head. Or yeah, I saw the light bulb. Um, so I'm happy that you allowed me at least one. But I do feel like 
like the little brother of this whole situation now. All right. Well, hey, Mom do, was do you like, wanna... let him win one. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to close things out with uh, another section of the snack it? Oh, man. Do we have enough time? Ugh. Yeah, we got time. All right. So last the last uh, week we did uh, the region of candy. This week we're going to do savory snacks. Now, I'm I'm things that are being counted or examples. Of that would be potato chips, pretzels, nuts, uh, stuff of that nature. So I'll just read them. Uh, matchup by matchup, starting with the one seed versus the eight seed. I had a one seed being potato chips, and you know, there's a lot that come with that, specifically kettle cooked or you know, lays, ruffles, counts, um, versus eight seed beef jerky. Um, and I think, hold on, let me look at the rest of my list. This is, uh, I'm gonna count Slim Jim and beef jerky from the Puminati of how strange your snack it is. It's hard. Like, we went from, like, Oreos and Skittles and shit to, like, nuts and pretzels. I thought it was going to be, like, Twinkies, Ho-Hos. <laughs> uh, an- wait, that's another That's another region. Oh, you already have those? Yeah, it's in another region. I thought it was all going to be kind of like candy snacks, like movie snacks, kind of. No. He he's the snack sommelier. He's got to go the gamut of all types of snacks. Yeah, I have to yeah, I, I had to do regions and there there's a theme to each region and that's how I went and there's obviously major snacks that are missing but like it's yeah. It'd Sometimes they have a down year and they don't make it. They right, don't I mean, make it to selection Sunday, you know. Yeah, if you really want to get argumentative, you can you can argue, you know, fast food items into in, into snacks, and I can't, you know, I can't put those up against like candy bars. That's I don't know, that's too weird for me. All right. So, so what what are, what are our match matchups here? So so potato chips and beef jerky is the first one, which which includes Slim Jims. If you love Slim Jims, I which mean, I do. I got to go potato chips. If I go to a party and there's a big bowl of chips next to a big bowl of jerky, I'm probably just going to go with the chips. Do you consider yourself a beef jerky fan at least? Yeah. I had beef jerky I get it, last week. I get it every every year for... Um, Christmas? For my, yeah, for Christmas. My mom will send me some. I think you've just been eating coal. <laughs> I actually, no, my mom wouldn't do that. That was part of my yearly tradition with Ellis Mania because I always drive there rather than fly, so I can bring more fun party favors and not have to worry about it. Uh, and on the trip home, I always stop at the Alien Fresh Jerky place and buy a bunch, like two or three bags of their weird jerkies. So you appreciate jerky as well. It's just not a consistent thing for you. Yeah. All right. So my vote so is for I, chips. Salt and vinegar chips, I think, are the ultimate. I love Kettle Brand chips, uh, that specific brand. Ruffles is really good. What's your favorite chip flavor? I don't know. It's tough. Salt and vinegar were for a lot of years. Um, I re- the, the Kettle Brand just came out with a Parmesan and garlic potato chip that I don't think it's too soon to say is all time. It's re- it's really fucking good. Um, 
And I like I like ruffles. I like I like ruffles, cheddar and sour cream a lot. Parmesan cheddar and sour poof. cream. Are, the jalapeno cheddar poof are my preferred chip. Well, those are in this region as well, uh, Kevin. Kevin, the uh, Cheetos are in this region. So let's actually move to the next matchup. Which Parmesan Cheetos. Poof. The four seed Doritos versus five seed Cheetos. Now, I'm going to allow hard Cheetos, puffs, poofs, the whole Cheeto fucking brand. Parmesan poof. Never. Gets to go up against Doritos. Halloween really themed like Doritos, white cheddar. We're talking about all flavors poops. of Doritos as well, right? Yep, all flavors, all styles. Any any Dorito affiliate or Dorito thing? Like, there's this is a tough I'm, one. I'm struggling because it's not just Cool Ranch and like Sweet Chili and obviously the you know the original famous nacho cheese, but there's other like Doritos snacks, right? I. I'm going Doritos. The Doritos cool 3D ranch rule for me. Parmesan over, poof over Cheetos. I love Cheetos, but using Kevin's example of there being a tray of Cool Ranch Dorito, you know, a bowl of Cool Ranch Doritos out and a bowl of Cheetos of any kind, I'm taking the Cool Ranch Doritos. Halloween themed white cheddar bone-shaped poofs. That's my argument. I'm going Cheetos. Kevin, you settle it. This is a tough one. They're both solid. This Haven't, is a tough matchup. We recently talking about you having like a big, like a, like a big gallon of like cheese balls. Cheese balls is are awesome. You? I love cheese balls. Um, I, we I ate a whole bunch of those at, at Christmas this year, in Jersey. Uh, while I do love Doritos, another factor is. When you're eating any sort of dusted snack and the dust cakes up real thick on your fingers and you scrape it off with your teeth and eat it, I really like the dust of Cheetos. And I like when you get a big, like, cancerous, chunky-looking fucker. Like a big, thick, Cheeto, misshapen right. globule. And if, if we're throwing poofs in, like the, the bone-shaped Halloween... Jalapeno, Filipino poof. I think I'm going with Cheetos. Do you remember? Obviously, you do because you just played the sound bites. How fucking pumped I was about the mixed bag of Cheetos. Yeah, what was that called again? Different shapes. I think it was Salsa Cheetos, right? Salsa Cheetos. They still have the regular ones in stores. No, but you were going through because I, I, at this point, I had never had it before. Because there were four different variants in the bag. The mix-ups. Cheetos mix-ups. Yeah, that? yeah. Cheetos mix-ups. Yep. So the regular has like a Cheeto checker. And then you have a... Oh, this is the cheesy mix. Sorry. Oh, man. Let me click into this. Oh, fucking motherfucker. <laughs> the extra cheesy Cheetos mix-ups, you get the Parmesan poof. Parmesan poof. You get a regular Cheeto, a like phallic curved poof rod, mm-hmm. and then the mesh disc. When the mesh discs are very, very good. I like those a lot. I feel like they're the cheesiest of all of them. For the cheesy salsa mix, you got a Chipotle cheddar uh, 
uh, what is it called? The, like the thing that you were just describing, checks, a chipotle, a chipotle cheddar checks. You have a standard cheddar poof, or not poof, puff. Um, you have a salsa picante hard Cheeto and a jalapeno cheddar poof. Bang. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> the jalapeno uh, cheddar poof. And... <laughs> And again, this this I, I'm gonna this speaks to my objectivity here in the seating. I don't really like Doritos. I don't. I, I would take Doritos over most of these things, honestly. And it's my personal opinion is that these specifically these cheese these uh, salsa mix-ups are an all-time snack. So in my head, it crushed Cheetos. But I try to be fair, and I know a lot of people like Doritos. I think Doritos are awesome. I just feel like the Cheetos family is tastier to me. All right. Well, that that solves that, or that uh, settles that round, four versus five. Moving on to three versus six, Cheez-It versus pretzels. You get Snyder's, you get pretzel rods, pretzel sticks. I'll give you chocolate-dipped pretzels, too. Even though that's mm, that's tough. That's that's no, that's a candy. Okay. All right. Thank you. You know what? You're right. No, doesn't count. That's an unfair. That would be you know an unfair. Yeah, that advantage. would win all of these. At least for me. That it would for me too. It would be a bracket buster. Mm. You would beat Reese's down the line. Project. Think. Oh well, no. I was just talking about this. This division category. Okay. Cheez-Its versus pretzel stuff. I, I really don't like pretzel stuff that much. Uh, I'm going cheese. I think cheese it. I also would go cheese it. Yeah. I, uh, when I first started drinking cheese, it's like my favorite, like drinking snack and they still are in the conversation. Hmm. But Kevin, you love pretzels, don't you? I don't love pretzels, but I do like them. I mean, chocolate covered pretzels are, a fucking beast. But pretzels themselves, I'm not a fan of either of these. I don't really like cheese it and I don't like pretzels cuz they they all both make me thirsty. But and they're both kind of bland too. I don't know, cheese it's bum me out. They're so fucking boring. I vote for pretzels, but yeah. All right. Uh 2 versus 7 seats. Smart popcorn versus nuts. Smart pop. Yeah, smart food are we talking here? The white cheddar? Smart food popcorn. Oh, fuck yeah. Smart food. What I, would be your MVP of the nut team? Because you get pistachios, and I love pistachios. Pistachios, cashews. Ball, like, ballpark peanuts I really like. Like, when you first think of nuts... And you see it on the on the on the on the bracket. I think it's easy to dismiss, but when you bucket in every nut, right? Like, don't you like candy flavored nuts or like? Um, yeah, you know, going to sporting events, I do enjoy getting like the the cinnamon sugar pecans or the cinnamon sugar walnuts. I don't dislike the nuts, but smart food popcorn is next level. Yeah. I think it's my brother's favorite like snack. I eat like a bag or two a week. Yeah, I love when smart you food. really 
when you think about how much of your money you spend on, on smart food popcorn, where do you actually, where would you, is it on your Mount Rushmore? Yeah. And it has been since I was a little kid, too. I loved it as a kid. Yeah. Same thing with my brother. Uh, all right. The one versus five seed chips versus Cheetos. Cheetos. Whoa. Chips versus Cheetos. What a what an upset you have, Shuddy. Because you had Doritos over Cheetos. So you're real touch and go with chips, huh? Yeah, I'm not a big... Oh, no. Oh, my computer crashed. Check, check, check. Okay. We're going to have to pause this and try and do a hard reboot. Fuck. I got a... All right. I don't know. I got a fucking... I'm back. I'm going to bring it up on the Patreon. I'm not going to talk about it right now. All right. So, uh, I guess wrap up your, your Cheetos versus Chips point, Shuddy. Oh, um, I'm not a big potato chip fan. Um, that's generally what we have in the house because I don't eat chips typically a lot to begin with. So I never really think to pick up chips for myself at the store. So there's always potato chips in the house, though. So I'll, what do you guys I'll, usually? What are the Millers usually rocking? Uh, sour cream and cheddar. And uh, lightly salted regular potato chips. Oh, shit. Um, Kevin's Smart Food Popcorn is my chips. I've cooled off recently, but I I typically like a bag or two bags a week with the chips kind of guy. Kevin, you're the tiebreaker on this one, though. Ah, man. It's another tough one because I do really like chips, especially salt and vinegar. But, and maybe it's just because I don't eat them as much. But I feel like I would rather have Cheetos and the Cheeto family. Wow. I know. This is a major upset. Yeah. I'm mad. I don't even really <laughs> want to continue this anymore. <laughs> I think I have chips winning this entire thing for me. Well, no uh, longer. It's not a, you know what? It's not about me. It's about the Puminati. All right. Fair enough. Cheetos advances. All right. The three seed versus the two seed in the bottom part of the, the this region. We got Cheez Its versus Smart Food. This feels Smart like food. just a blowout. Smart like food. Like a fucking yeah. 30 point just ass weapon. Yeah. I love Cheez Its and. I, I, I'm siding with you guys. Smart food clearly wins, but I love Cheez-Its, and it shouldn't be this easy. It really shouldn't, but it, but it is. I feel bad I feel bad for Cheez-Its. I don't. Fuck Cheez-Its. Dry-ass like fucking powdery it's shit. It's like a moral loss or a moral victory. Do you like Chex Mix? What's up? Do you like Chex Mix? No. Me neither. No. I I pick out the Cheez-Its in Chex Mix. <laughs> yeah, the only good part of Chex Mix. Fuck Chex Mix. All right, Mix. here we go. Cheetos versus Smart Food. The five seed versus the two seed. I'm going. I'll take Cheetos over Smart Food. I will. You know, I. That's a tough one because if you put like a white cheddar 
Cheeto against the white cheddar popcorn, I would call it a wash. Exactly. Do they have white cheddar Cheetos? Well, does it have to be Cheeto brand? Are we talking? Or are we talking cheese get, curls, cheese get puffs them all. in general? You get yeah. them all. So there are white cheddar cheese puffs available in on the market. Absolutely in Ralph's oh, right now. You can get them right now. Where does oh, that do they put have your voting, Shuddy? Kevin, isn't the Halloween themed Cheetos? Aren't they? They're. I think they're a white cheddar. Halloween themed white cheddar bone shaped mm-hmm. poofs. The tape exactly. would agree with you. Yeah. So that's a great point. I didn't even think about that originally. That's a great point, Shuddy. Yeah, I, I, I'm going Cheetos in this one because you can just you can get a white cheddar Cheeto that would not be better than a smart food popcorn, but it, it would it would definitely cancel it out or put up a good enough fight to where the rest of the Cheeto roster would take the overall game. Wow. You're going smart food though, right? Because it's a Mount Rushmore food. I mean, it loses anyways, right? Shuddy, do you officially go Cheetos? No. Final answer is pussies. I don't know. I have to go with my heart, which is smart food. Same. All right. I gave it my best argument for you, Cheetos and chips. Surprise. You both. I'm surprised chips lost, but fuck it. I fucking love smart food. Reese's. So good. And then when you finish the bag and you get the little crumbs, those are delicious. Yeah, I don't. They could do a bag of all crumbs. I'm not trying to build an anti-smart food case. That's not what I'm trying to do. I was just, <laughs> I was just picking up Cheetos. I love smart food. In the final four so far, we have two snacks: Reese's and smart food. This looks like my goddamn brother's Christmas stocking, but I don't hate it. <laughs> the uh, next region we're gonna have, we don't. Have, we'll, I'll just tease it for next week. Is the uh, package or box package snacks? Um, examples would be pop tarts, fruit snacks, uh, little Debbie snacks, Twinkies, uh, Rice Krispie treats, and breakfast Shit. bars. I have a feeling that that's going to be that might be the toughest one for me. Yeah, yeah. There's some heavy hitters. A, you just rattled. It's off. a stacked region. You can make an argument that the little Debbie and Hostess region. Like those just companies probably, I think they make the best snacks, honestly. All right. There's an argument to be made there for sure. Little Debbie, if you go back and look at the things Little Debbie doesn't have anymore, it's fucking, it's incredible, dude. It's incredible the snacks they've produced over the years that I've went through like the the Google images of little Debbie and, and just reminisced on, I was like, Oh my God, like I got a, like a boner looking back at old little Debbie snacks. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look into those. Well, Hey, stay tuned to future ep- episodes to see how the rest of the snack it plays out. And then we have to pit the winners against each other, right? Yeah, we can do that. Um, probably when we just do the final region. Yeah. So, very exciting. Get your snack boners ready, friends. Uh, all right, well, that's about it, friends. 
Shuddy, you got any plugs? Yes. You doing any any dates at uh, Yuck Yucks in Spokane? Nope, nope. No dates at Magoobies either in Baltimore. Oh, boy. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> we were riffing. There's nothing. I've never, I've never had any dates. Kevin was. He's just giving you a, a chance to to promote something. Kevin yeah. was making a joke, and I was rolling with it. Is what was happening. Oh. And Magoobies is the name of an actual club, and it's a fucking ridiculous name. Is it cool? Is it a comedy club? Yes, that's all I know about it. Alright. Uh, well, if you need more MSPH in your life, might I direct you to patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. We have many, many happy, satisfied customers over there, so you should uh, join up and join them. Yeah, you can find out what Jeff thought about his $80 pies. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That is a video worth watching. Not going to lie. Oh, did you actually watch that snack oh, fuck attack? Yeah. yeah. I, I watch pissed. most of the snack attacks. I'm a fan. I was pissed. Oh, I could Dom tell. And I, Dom and I watched a, a movie called Terror Vision uh, for What the Fuck Did I Just Watch. That was a, a pretty fun time. And I put up seven videos making cocktails, different cocktails from Saloon Box and my world-famous Mai Tais. So you can get those on there, too. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Oh, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Fade the Media. Check out my other podcast, please. Um, and if you talking want his- sports and pop culture and stuff like that. And you can look at Jeff's OnlyFans at Dookie Boy the Cocksucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can, you can watch my him- podcast everywhere on all the podcast platforms. And my OnlyFans, I'll plug that more in the Patreon. Yeah. Do- you, Dookie Boy the Cocksucker, you can watch him take Dookies while he sucks cock. Yeah, we got his name. How far away do you think we are from getting a contract from Spotify like Joe Rogan got? Couple months. Based on the trajectory of the show, I'd say in the next 5,000 years. Okay. So it is possible. Yeah. You're saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I think we that, need to that, get he on say Spotify never. first. He didn't say never. I would say if more people go on Apple Podcasts or iTunes and subscribe and leave us five-star reviews – that will catch more people's eyes and people will be drawn to it and we'll get more listeners and then we will get a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Do you know how sick it'll be to be in the Puminati if I get a hundred million dollars? <laughs> think about all the pies I could get. Yeah, think about the the decadence of the snack attacks. <laughs> Today I'm going to eat a Fabergé egg. <laughs> yeah. This was fucking oh, disgusting. Yeah. I give it a two. I'm gonna be eating exotic meat that started <laughs> the coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, so this fucking Wuhan bat soup. I don't know. I feel like it's overhyped. It's not all that good. It's a re- real flex. You can really <laughs> real taste flex. the guano in it. Stay tuned next week when I review a zebra burger. <laughs> oh man. There's a lot of money being passed around the podcast game right now. Spotify is just Straight cake and motherfuckers. They bought Bill Simmons' whole website for like two hundred and fifty million. Jesus. 
Yeah. I bet those guys never have played IMD Boner. No. Dude, those podcasts don't have shit on ours. Fuck those guys. May 19th, we got got a uh, five-star review uh, on Amazon, not on Amazon, on Apple Podcasts that says, and this is how it's written, Dookie Boy the Cocksucker is a god amongst men. (laughs) Thank you. I liked it. Yeah, I, I like mean, it. I know what he means, and awesome. I appreciate that. Something tells me that's a Jeff Burner account. I don't. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that oh, man. If that would raise a red flag, that'd be insane. <laughs> I go around calling myself Dookie Boy the cocksucker. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty chill about it. I have thick skin, but I'm not gonna. That's not gonna be the name of one of my burner accounts. Oh. <laughs> It's a good idea. Needle Dick Jeff the Cock is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, Chode <laughs> Clark. That's my yeah. That's my go-to <laughs> burner account name. Uh, yeah, and you know you can see all the regular stuff on you know our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Riotcast.com, all that. But hey, thanks for listening, friends. But until next time, <gasps> something. Check, check, check. Whew. All right. Sounds a little bit better. Flipping on flapping the bing boys. Let's see. What up? What up, Shudster? Not much. Hot. Hot. Stop that. going on fellers not a whole heck of a lot you yeah you know just pooping you know how i be how was your pizza cold and made me angry did you leave a bad review for the driver you can do that on grubhub you should be able to i wish you could i wish the tipping took place once you got your food Therefore, you could Tip slide the gratuity on how well-deserved it is. Agreed. I know Jeff is smiling ear to ear because even if you do the best job ever, he's tipping you dog shit. I tip delivery drivers. I have a policy. I will never go above $5. It's mostly $3, and that's that. And I, I feel have like- – bec- I working in the food service industry, I have become a, a healthy tipper – uh, due to the coronavirus pandemic, I have become a hefty tipper. Oh, yeah. Shuddy's like sliding uh, $100 bills in the co-pocket of the guy when he shows up. Well, not not that. Yeah, why don't you buy yourself something nice? But, you know, 20% or more. Why? They don't prepare the food. All they do is pick up the bag. You'd give them 20% on like on the check as if they handled all of the service. Well, okay. That's absurd. Not listen, stop. I do a lot of my ordering online through the actual restaurant, not through I Grubhub and stuff. I don't tip that well. But if I go into a place, 
and like I'm picking up a to-go order, yes, I do tip them very well because it gets split between the staff. Different. That's yeah. not that's not what yeah. I what you communicated. I, 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 I meant I was making a general statement, not specifically geared towards delivery drivers. Yeah, I'm much but more. But if likely. I order from from a local pizza shop, I'm tipping that delivery driver well. Fair enough. I don't I don't hate on that. Uh Postmates and Grubhub though, I mean, these guys have really fucked up during COVID, I think. We've had so many orders just completely whiffed on you know not bringing us like one third of our order uh they delivered my brother my brother ordered burgers and fries the other day and they didn't bring fries and i'm wondering like does the postmates delivery driver have they have zero skin in the game right like if you if you complain to postmates about missing part of your order postmates just refunds you and i don't think they reprimand the driver and well because it as a restaurant who, uh, you know, being in the restaurant industry and dealing with these tablets and these delivery platforms, um, I would say 99, yeah, 99% of the problems that are had with our delivery orders are our fault. Okay. That's what I was thinking. So... Because the drivers just come in, they say, I, I'm picking up an order for Jeff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the restaurant says, okay, here's Jeff's order. And then five pounds of gay porn. They're supposed to be checking it. But so most that's kind of what I thought, though. And honestly, that for me in my head removes a little bit of like their uh, removes most of their guilt. Because I would figure that a lot of them are doing like delivery after delivery after delivery and they're just running into a spot grabbing the bag and they're yes they're exactly they're counting on they're counting on the, the restaurant do, yeah doing and also correctly. with this covid shit you know they don't we don't want to be looking through bags right yeah that's not, that's not a good look either so I, I do get that i do get that i guess i i don't know You've cooled me off on this take. It's a just bit. easier to blame the driver because they're the ones that you have the yeah, only the face of the issue. And yeah, only human you have any interaction with in this tra- in that transaction. I tell you what, man, this motherfucker. So I I don't live very far from the pizza place I ordered from, and uh, on days when we're doing the podcast, I have a very short turnover between. When the Ella show ends from when I have to get on demand posted and all the other stuff I have to get done before we start recording. So it's a place that I normally would just go and get the takeout from myself. But I need I need something speedy or else I don't eat on, uh, well, I guess today's a Tuesday, but on most Mondays. And I see that I get the notification that, that it's on its way. The food got picked up. And I look at the map because um, if you order it on like a laptop... It'll track the driver. The dude got one block away from the pizza place and sat there for fucking 20 minutes. Yeah, he went well, to uh, Subway. He was like, fuck it, I'm, gonna, I'm hungry too. Well, that could also be the restaurant's fault. Uh, that could be a delivery driver that does what they're supposed to do and not go in to pick up the order until the restaurant confirms that the order is ready for pickup no this was after the the, it said the driver has your order 
Oh, okay. Then, uh, then it's all the driver. Yeah, he was smoking a bowl. And it ta- like the it. pizza tasted like pizza that had just been sitting in someone's car for twenty five minutes. Did you complain? Uh, no, but I'm going to figure out how to do that, and I'm going to go full like, Karen. They the make awesome it thing about so these difficult. apps. Oh, I was going to say, from my understanding, they make these apps easy to like. You just like fill out like a little checkbox, and they'll issue you like Grubhub credit. I don't even want to use Grubhub anymore. I'm just so fucking over it. Such well, a pain in the ass. You add like fifteen dollars worth of food to your cart, you hit checkout, and it's like that will be forty five dollars. It's like whoa. Well, yeah. if uh, again, as somebody who knows both sides of it, uh, if you can order from whatever, if your other, if whatever restaurant you're ordering from has their own ordering online ordering and delivery service. You should use that because a large chunk of everything you pay to Grubhub and them go to Grubhub. Yeah, I've heard that like, too. I, the I, profit I hoping... margins for restaurants is very, very slim. Mm-hmm. I've read that. And I was wondering if like that would cause or force places to start like investing in their own delivery service or just well, you'll hiring know, like, a guy. I guarantee you, if you do any, if you look even remotely close, you'll notice that uh, the restaurants you're ordering from, the prices of the food items is higher on the delivery services than if you order directly from them. Because that's a way to mitigate the cost of you being a part of that service. Uh, Because... Uh, if you sell something for $10, you have a food cost of 35% and then you're giving another 30% to grow, you know, to, to, you know, any one of them. And then you have your labor costs, your cost of doing business. There's not much meat left on that bone. You know, Shuddy, great work in today's Easter egg. You smoke a bowl, play some video games, just chill, get in your, Listen, get in your play, rows I, from Titanic I did stands. that. Yeah. I was playing Lay down uh, like Lionel Richie. while I did all of that. Beat off. I'm drinking a pineapple juice, Mountain Dew, and double cup. Oh, cocktail. my God. I've got the bowl you packed that I've been hitting. I'm fucking bitch. I'm ready to roll. I've got an, an amazing new category for IMD Boner. Locked and got, loaded. Man, I think I got destroyed last game. I gotta, uh, gotta make up for that. And when I say I have one, uh, Sharon helped me come up with it. Nice. Man, are we gonna have to start sh- cutting Sharon in on like the Patreon fees and stuff? No, is she this just doing is all, all your work on the for free you? show. She this she doesn't get it. There's nothing to divide up here. <laughs> yeah, he says Listen, with conviction. She, she can she can have my half of zero. That's fair. We'll just actually we'll give her all uh, of the on, credit for this on one. the main podcast. I mean, obviously she can have half of my real money on the Patreon because we're a unit, but there's zero to give here. So suck my unit. Allie does. <laughs> mm. Not chill. You don't even you don't even like that joke. It's not funny to joke about bestiality. <laughs> no, she just eats my butt. <laughs> Thank gay, it's your dog. <laughs> I made that joke the in front of a female. <laughs> I made that joke in front of like an um, one of my ex girlfriends, and she didn't get the reference. 
and like thought that I had my dog lick peanut butter off my nuts. I hope it I was Nachi because story. no, it wasn't. Okay, uh, the only excuse for that is not being born in this country. Because yeah. every real American should know a road trip quote when they hear it. So the best part was that she just like. I we didn't know sta- that was a road trip quote. Oh, that's it. All right. How do I yeah. kick Shuddy out of this call here? You Russian bot. You make me yeah. sick. <laughs> no, but like, so I, I, I dropped that quote or that reference. She was like fucking obviously like, you know, freaked out. And, like, thought that that was, like, a legit story that I was just, like, telling. And I was like, no, no, I'm just kidding. And, like, she didn't really believe me. But we, we remained a couple. You know, that never, that never like, fucked anything up. And then, like, a couple weeks later, she, like, brought it up again. She's like, actually, one of my girlfriends said the exact same quote. And I was like, wait, you do that, too? <laughs> and, her, like, her girlfriend's like, wait, I don't even have balls. Wait, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> and it was like, oh, wait. And then she, and then... Through her girlfriend explaining it to her, she realized that it was an actual movie quote. But, like, the whole situation, like, she thought that I got peanut butter licked off my my nuts by my dog and didn't break up with me. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. What a champion. Yeah. You should have, like, enticed her into bed. Pun intended. And then pulled out, like, a jar of peanut butter from behind your pillow and be like, oh, huh? Want to get freaky tonight? (laughs) You want to you wanna be my favorite love interest? You want to be my dog? <laughs> Here, I'm going to lather myself up. <laughs> Oops, some got on my chode. <laughs> I, I would never reference my dick as a chode. How dare you? Well, I, a chode can also be your taint slash no. grundle. No, a chode no. can also be a penis that's fatter than it is long. That's what a chode is. That's the only thing I know about it. That's the only chode definition I'm aware of. Like, if you got a, a hockey puck dick, you got that Copenhagen dick. <laughs> yeah, that's a clear chode. Kevin, how are you holding up over there? I'm I'm nervous about you and for you. Me and Shuddy nervous about me too. are bunkered down with a whole bunch of family, and you got nothing. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, ser- seriously. Wow. I mean, well, you have kids. I have brothers and a dog. He's got nothing. I have a very demanding job. Uh, and family Skype calls. I had a family Skype call over the weekend, or Zoom call, with 16 people, and a nurse in my grandpa's nursing home brought him an iPad and got him in on it so we could all wish him a happy birthday. That's awesome. And it was very... He didn't recognize me because of my beard. Yeah, it took yeah him a neither second. does he's my like, grandmother in a nursing home. He's like, who is that? Wait... Who is that man? And he was like, oh, Kevin. Oh, that's Kevin. I didn't recognize you with a beard. And then he he kind of just did that over and over again. He's like, just listing who he saw. He's like, is that Nancy? Oh, Nancy's here. Okay. And there's Ann. Okay. And there's, there's Ken. Oh, and there's Nancy. Nancy's here. And he would just start at the beginning of the list and just loop. Well, it was nice hearing from him again, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, he had moments where he wasn't just repeating everybody's name, but it was it was funny when he did that. <laughs> All right. Well, as long as the quarantine isn't getting you down and you're still hanging in there. Nah, I'm I'm chilling. I broke quarantine. Mhm. 
I heard about that. Yeah. Heard about do? it. I saw it. It was I'm very interested, but I don't want you to cross streams, you know? How much did you talk about it today on the Ellis show? I listened to half of the show. Uh then you probably heard most of it. Um, so not much then, right? No, just, you know, Jamie came over, we drank a bunch of white claws, I blacked out, uh somehow ended up at Ellis's house. Who's Jamie? Jamie Fox. Oh, not, okay. Not Ray. Yeah, not not the black Jamie Fox. The one that we had on the show, right? Yes. Didn't we have? Yeah, she's yeah. been on the, on she's the been show. on MSPH before. Yeah, so she came by. I got blacked out drunk and then had a three day hangover. Was it worth breaking quarantine? I did have fun. It was All nice right, going then, in the pool. Good. That pool is kept very warm. That's how my bitch ass likes it. It was like getting in a jacuzzi with no jets. But you don't fully remember all that, right? Or is nope. that where your memory started coming back? I it's very spotty. A lot of the times I black out, I am just out. This one I, I love had that sporadic you got blackout drunk on White Claw. I know. We we <laughs> started drinking at one PM. The show goes live at two PM. I already had a buzz when the show started. And then by the final hour, I think I was nine deep and just snapped off how was it for like a drunk experience and you said the hangover was pretty annoying right yeah the hangover blew uh this is the second time i've been blackout drunk on the radio and thank god it seemed to go well because there were lots of tweets and instagram comments and stuff of people saying how how much they loved it and how funny it was but that is a that is a dangerous tightrope yeah, good thing you didn't say anything racist. I know you like to use the N-word when you get really drunk. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. He doesn't I'd like to record uh, us to record one night, uh, be- a night before I have the day off so I can bring yeah. back the power hour for an episode, I think. When's your, when's your day off? Or when's your days off? Uh, they're going to go back to being off Friday and I don't know what my second day off is going to be. Maybe probably Monday, Monday and Friday. We haven't had a drunk episode in a while. Yeah, I need to, I need to watch myself with that. Why? Broadcasting drunk? I just just don't want to make a fucking ass out of myself. When I get blacked out drunk, I make an ass out of myself. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I hate feeling like that. Yeah. I don't know. I can remember some Wake pretty up the funny next times. Day. You're like, oh, what did I, I do? I could see where I could see where you didn't you didn't like it so much. Like that yeah. time where he screamed at those girls. I didn't scream at the girls. I made Who fart wanted noises. To go to the basketball game with you guys. I made yep. fart noises and they cried. That was. I'm good. hardly at fault there. And then an he Indian tried guy to pu- neg punched them me. and it backfired. Uh, he almost got into an, uh, a fight with some other fucking random guy that night. I don't even remember. That full story. How did you get into it with that guy? Was he one of their friends? Yeah, and he came over and got in my face and started yelling at me, and I just laughed at him. Yeah. And then he pushed me, and I have, like, the worst center of gravity ever, and it barely even registered, and that made me laugh even harder. And I was like, ah, come on, guy. This isn't going to happen. Let's just stop. All right, well, maybe you don't have to get blacked out during a drunken episode, but I don't hate the idea of drinking again. For the podcast. I mean, if Shuddy's going to do it, I'll join you, Shuddy. That's I'd be into thank it. You, Jeff. I'd be into it. I'd like to do it on a day where I have uh, Well, oh, I mean, we could arrange. 
we can plan plan it. Yeah, we'll. And I can out. take like a Saturday off. Uh, it's gonna be a little tough the next couple of weeks since we're opening two new stores the next two weekends. But after that, I can uh, take a weekend off. Can't fucking wait. Let's do it. Kevin, we ready to get into the main episode? Yeah, let's do it. From Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. boop a boop boop Uh-oh. Hold on, guys. I got to reboot the app. Son of a bee sting. Dead buttons. <laughs> <laughs>